What's up, guys? Welcome to another The Man in the Arena podcast episode. Recently, I have been thinking about doing some book summaries. Uh, Matt Chamberlain, one of our assistant coaches here at Northeastern, does some book summaries online, and I thought with this podcast, I could utilize this as a vehicle to deliver some some good reviews and summaries that I I have, and I can give you guys lessons that I take away from the book. And this is actually something that can then help help me more than you. And selfishly, this podcast is more for me than it is for the listeners. But if you guys enjoy and find some things that you can take and use in your life and use actionable steps in your daily life to help you get better, that's great too. The biggest thing for me reading wise is I have a shit ton of books upstairs in my room um, that I that I've read, but the majority of them I don't take notes. I don't write down specific things about them. So when I read them, I do take in the information, but am I really retaining it? I'm not sure. I, I know that I think of little things in the book that relate to my daily life. And sometimes the book will come up in my daily life or when I'm talking about the book with somebody. But for the most part, you know, I haven't taken notes in any of these books. So having a book review each time I read could be a helpful thing to to share with you guys. So today I'm just going to do the two that I recently read. One is 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. And then the second one is the four... The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz. So for 4,000 Weeks, it's, I think technically the title is 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals. But 4,000 Weeks, the biggest lessons that I took away were, right, if we have 4,000 Weeks, that's the typical average lifespan of a human. So we think that we have these 4,000 Weeks, but realistically, we don't know if we have... 2,000 weeks. We don't know if we have a thousand weeks. We don't know if we have five weeks. We, we never know when the clock is going to end. So the biggest two, I'll give two lessons. The biggest two lessons that I took away. My favorite one was from uh, a later chapter in the book. Don't have the book with me, so I'm just going to go by memory. But it was a quote on doing everything you do as if it was the last time you do it, right? Because that brings a little bit of special emotion and special experience to what you're doing because if you're out there playing baseball or just living life like if you're driving to the store or or going to the store that's just a normal mundane task if we look at it in a in a certain light but if we can look at it as the last time we ever do it it gives a little bit more meaning behind it and it gives you that that energy and that attitude and that emotion towards what you're doing so thinking about doing things as if they were your last that that's something that really hit hard with me and then the second second thing is prioritization so we all think that when we become better organizer we we time manage to do more we're going to get more done however realistically the quality then suffers so if we're if we're learning to get more done right in the day then we're going to get more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. We're just going to get more and more and more and more and more and more and more. But when we get more and more and more, sometimes the the quality of the work suffers. So 
instead of doing it all, being able to prioritize what you need done is really essential. So again, there's a, things, a lot of things that I think like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. But realistically, like I need to have priorities on what I can get done so that I can do those first. And then if I don't get to the other things, I don't get to them. I, I do them the next day or I do them the next day. And that's not saying I'm going to procrastinate and be lazy, but just having the space and the time to actually do something to the fullest is going to give you an ability to have higher quality work. And then I guess, even though I said I'll do two, I'll, I'll add in a, add in a third. So the third lesson from 4,000 weeks would be however much time you give yourself, that's how much time you're actually going to use to accomplish the task. So if I give myself five minutes to brush my teeth, that's how much time I will accomplish a task in because as humans, we just, we hit deadlines. So if, if I give myself three days to write a paper, I will use three days. If I give myself one day to write a paper, I will use one day. So being able to understand that and set guidelines based on that can be very beneficial. So if you're like, Oh, I'll give myself an hour and a half to work out. You're going to take an hour, an hour and a half. You're going to take extra sets maybe to reach that hour and a half. You're going to take extra time in between sets, scroll through your phone to get that. And I'm not saying you need to say, okay, then I, I'm 45 minutes and I'm bang, 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 bang. But just why not not give ourselves a time limit and it takes how long it takes. You get a good workout in, it takes that amount of time, like block off a certain amount of time in your day, but it doesn't need to be a specific amount of time. Like everything doesn't need to be perfect and line up. And I talk about this in, in nature, right? Like it doesn't need to be perfect. There's not these perfect, um, time adjustments. And it talks about the book talks about going back to the old, old days, or I guess the modern days or whatever you want to call it, call it old ages, old times. And the farmers and the, the people, the hunter gatherers, whatever, they're not looking at the time. They're not looking at, oh, this is going to take me an hour. No, it's going to take me as long as it takes. Like when I go out to the barn, it's not going to take me an hour and a half. It's not going to take me three hours. It's going to take me as long as I can do the, the work. And however long it takes me to get that day's work done, that's how long it's going to take me. There's going to be issues that arise that we can't account for. So getting pissed that it's taking a little bit longer, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's going to take as long as it takes. So that's, that's what I have for 4,000 weeks. And, and now I'll go into, uh, the fourth, uh, excuse me, four agreements. So the four agreements by Miguel Ruiz, I'll just go over the four agreements. Um, those were the big things in the book. <clears throat> First one is be impeccable with your word. So speak with integrity. So when you say something, do it. If you're not going to do something, you don't have to say it, right? So the the words that we speak are are magic to us. If, if we speak in a certain light, we can manifest our way and we can manifest energy and manifest what we want in our life. Like if I say... I want to be an MLB pitcher. I'm going to be an MLB pitcher. Does that mean I'm going to be an MLB pitcher? No, but it gives me a better chance and it speaks more manifestations than saying I suck or something along those lines. So be careful with your word. Avoid using your word to talk about others or yourself in a bad light because that's just spreading spreading negative energy. Like the word is, I mean, it's sound waves, but again, what's a sound wave? It's a vibration. So literally you're sending vibrations out into the world, whether they're good or bad is up to you on how you speak and, and use that power in, in the way that's going to benefit you and others. So that's the first agreement. Second agreement is don't take anything personally. You know, nothing is, 
nothing others do is because of you. So when somebody is pissed off and they say something shitty to you or, or something that pisses you off, again, remember that's negative vibrations. We talked about that. That's just sending you bad energy. And if, if they're upset with themselves, they're going to take it out on you because they don't want to take it out on themselves and look within. And, and that's how things are going. And, and you can see in society, if you walk down the street and somebody's having a bad day, you can feel it. You can feel it. Somebody's having a good day. You can also feel it. So nothing anybody else does is on you. Um, if, if they're pissed off or, or they're hating on you, that's because they're jealous of where you're at. Like I said before, and I've said this in a, in a couple of things on Twitter, what, wherever you're at is, is, is a culmination of all the things that you have done. So if you've worked harder than them to get to that spot, they're going to be pissed off at themselves. They didn't, they didn't work that hard and they're going to be mad and jealous of what you're doing and what you're creating. So don't take it personally when you can just take others words and, and let them pass through you without holding on to them, that, that brings a lot of freedom and, and releases a lot of tension. So third agreement, do not make assumptions. So again, we, we talk about this a lot and this is something that I've struggled with too. I'm trying to make sense of the world. We're all trying to make sense of the world. So we put assumptions on things like, oh, this is bad. This is good. This is whatever. Right. But when we when we must misunderstand somebody or we don't know their intentions, we can get pissed off or we can make an assumption on why they're doing something, but we really don't know. The only person who knows why they're doing it is them and they can communicate to us and, and let us know why they're doing it. But <clears throat> other than that, we wouldn't know. So if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody yelling at somebody or yelling at their kid, like I can make an assumption that they're a bad parent or something along those lines, but I don't see the kid at home. I don't see what's actually going on. So to make assumptions, right to make something good or bad we, we don't know in the present moment or we also we can't tell the future as much as we we think we can um you know so that's that's a third agreement don't make assumptions try not to it's a hard thing to do all these are hard things to do that's why it's in a book that's why the information is there but it doesn't really doesn't mean anything unless you actually put it into action last one always do your best so that's going to change moment to moment, right? I actually like this because like right now I'm sick. So if I do my best right now, maybe it doesn't weigh up to how I'm healthy. But if I'm judging myself on the best I'm doing when I'm healthy as compared to sick or hurt or injured, right? Because right now I'm healing and I'm recovering from an injury. If I t tell myself, oh, I'm not doing my best because I'm not as good as when I'm 100% healthy, that's not helpful. So every moment the circumstance will change. But instead of avoiding self-judgment, sorry, avoid self-judgment. And instead of putting blame on yourself, just do what you can with the circumstances that you have in front of you. Sometimes you're not going to have the good circumstances. Sometimes you will. Sometimes you'll get a good hand in the card game you're playing. Sometimes you won't just do what you can with what you have. And that's all we can ask. Thanks guys. Hope you enjoyed.